Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Finding your perfect home was hard. But thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before we begin with this video, there are two online courses that I sell and you can have a part of both of them for free. The first is a list of seven workout routines that will build an attractive body that's linked as the top link in the description and that comes from my aesthetic body course. And then the second one is a private course video that is not on YouTube that explains exactly the mistakes of what not to do if you are just about to get intimate with a girl that you've brought back to your place. If you're interested in those, the two links are there in the top of the YouTube description. Today, we're gonna cover how purpose works as a masculine man. And my intention with this, my hope is that by the end of this video, you will be convinced that this is the only way to live. You will have some kind of epiphany some kind of mental realization through this video, if you sit through and watch it all, which will change the plan that you've had for the rest of your life. That's my hope with the, the scope of this like mini project of this guide. I've got my notes here as well. So you may have heard of what purpose is, or you may have heard of purpose being talked about online, especially in this space of men's self-improvement and masculine creators. And you've probably heard of the phrase that guys use, which is like, be on your purpose, stay on your purpose, focus on your purpose. But oftentimes, a lot of these online creators don't really seem to explain things past that. They just say, yeah, be on your purpose. And you kind of imagine that to be like, yeah, like be on your grind, king. And being on your grind is a really nice thing. The purpose goes so far above that and so much more rewarding. Your purpose is the thing that you are currently obsessed about if we took away all distractions, all simulations, everything. Anything stimulating is all removed. Imagine you are literally locked into just an empty box, a room. What are you going to think about? What are you going to desire it's almost always going to be related to progress in a certain endeavor. For a lot of guys, it may be 
progress in how they look, progress in how they feel, maybe getting into the gym. That's the current obsession. For a lot of other guys, it may be about studying or their career or making money. Something that you are currently obsessed about if you did not distract or stimulate yourself because it's, it's very easy to be obsessed about something that you're addicted to because of modern technology. You know, it's technically someone could be obsessed with some video game, but that's more so about modern addiction than it is their core masculine energy. Purpose is the current chapter of your life. What chapter are you currently in? What is the thing that your mind and your body and your soul seem to obsess over? This is the mission. And we'll clarify exactly how to find this mission, this purpose. But first, let me just explain to you how purpose works. Inside of us, we have a core purpose deep, deep inside of us. And chances are we don't actually know what this is. No, None of us actually know what this is. I certainly don't know what my core purpose is, this deep purpose. But surrounding this deep purpose are layers of like secondary purposes. Layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. All the way to where we are now. And this is, this one here, is our current layer. This is our current purpose layer. What we must do is try to focus entirely, utterly and completely on this purpose layer to try and peel it back, to try and fulfill it, to try and complete it so that we may move on to the next layer and then do the exact same thing. Peel it back through months, maybe years of dedication to this one thing, this mission that your mind and your body obsesses over. We align as much as we can of our lives to peel back this layer and then the next one. And then the next one, and then the next one, and then eventually we should get to this like core purpose, this this original source of energy, of bliss, of love. Who like who knows? I'm speculating about what it would be at this level. I'm not even close to that. But what I do know for certain is that we have these layers. And whatever one you are currently obsessed over is simply just a layer that we need to peel back to eventually get one step closer to the core thing that we're trying to reach. And this in itself already symbolizes masculine energy. If you think about it, you, we talk a lot about masculinity and masculine energy. And if I asked you, okay, what does masculine energy or what masculinity even is, you know, we'd say like, oh yeah, discipline and, you know, being a man and lifting some weights and stuff. And those things symbolize masculine energy. But the true masculine energy is all simply just about progress, progress, progress. It's always just this this goal-striving energy inside of us. When you think about the way that a man, a masculine man has love, makes love, it's about progress to that end point. For women, it's different. Women don't obsess over some end point when they're making love. They obsess over the current second. But for man, the, the objective is that end point. The objective for all our life, no matter what we're doing, is to the end points. When we eat a meal, you know, it'd be an awesome mindfulness meditation practice to enjoy every single bite, but we're almost looking forward to the completion of the meal so that we can then start to make progress onto the next thing. That is exactly how our purpose layers work. And so you can start to see purpose layers as chapters of your life. This chapter must be complete. This thing that you're obsessing over, let's say, for example, it's studying because you have these gr this uh, test coming up six months from now, 12 months from now, and that test means a lot to you. The current layer of your life, the purpose layer, is to study and to perform well in those tests. Why? Because then the next one is to then get the job. 
Then the next one is to get a promotion in that job. Then the next one is to start your own clinic. We're always trying to make progress going forward. And so now that you understand purpose layers, you can start to try and understand which layer you're on right now and where that would most likely lead to. The thing that you're currently obsessed over, that mission that you need to complete right now, just like we have this need to complete a meal or this need to complete like a sexual session to get to that point of climax. Whatever it is for you, that is your current purpose. So how do you find this? Let's say right now, it was easy for you to find, yep, of course, this is my purpose. Okay, sweet. But let's say that there's quite a lot of men out there who don't actually know what their current purpose layer is. Now, I'll happily admit to you, I don't know what the core, you know, the core, the, the middle of all of this is. But I know the layer, and maybe you do, but there are some guys out there who don't actually know, okay, how do I find which layer am I on? And this is why it's so important, these two words that I really, really think you need to, to keep in your mind. Distraction, stimulation. These two things need to be avoided if you actually want to find out your current purpose layer. So I must ask you, if you're a man watching this right now and you're thinking, wait, I don't know the the layer of my purpose that I'm currently on. I feel a bit directionless. I am guaranteeing that it is because you distract yourself and you stimulate yourself too much. The way, the shortcut to finding the current purpose layer is to get rid of distractions, get rid of stimulation, and to sit in some kind of boring environment, this unstimulating environment where then your brain can finally start to tick over and realize what's important in your life. And so there is a piece of advice that I've gave before accidentally without even realizing how just how valuable this piece of advice is. And that is to sit and to stare at your wall. To just stare at an empty wall, not a computer screen, not to have your phone or laptop ready even to journal or anything. Nothing, maybe a piece of paper and a pen, but just to sit down, maybe for hours, maybe for days, And don't be silly. Oh, he said for days now I'm going to die of of starvation. Don't be silly. But for a good amount of time that feels totally uncomfortable, stare at the wall. Spend time not distracting yourself. Spend time not deep in the internet. These modern inventions that hook our attention, including YouTube videos just like this one, you know, this can be an excellent source of inspiration, education, maybe entertainment, but... In the end, the most important thing in your life should be your development as a man. And so maybe you are at the point in life where you need to get rid of all the fluff, maybe including my videos, and literally just spend some time, some hours, some days doing nothing. To shut away, to call in sick from school or work, and to literally just think. Just think. If you can make that promise to yourself to not quickly check on Instagram or to, you know, oh, let me uh, check Discord quickly, oh, yeah. To just allow your brain to just free form, just think. The message will be sent to you. Your brain and your body and your soul will align and it will tell you, okay, this is what we're missing now. This is the thing that we need to strive for. And for most young men, it is to do with either finances, to make money, maybe to uh, study and to get into that career or the university or something to do with like your physical fitness because that's like incredibly important as young men. So a lot of young guys have like the total obsession of like fitness or wanting to lose weight or wanting to build muscle. You must find your purpose layer for us to continue with this video. Once you get this idea, and it will just be that, it will just be an idea, uh, 
a vision, an inclination of what your purpose layer could be, that's when you should throw yourself into it fully. So let's say right now I'm a young man who feels a little bit directionless. I'm in school, I'm in college or something, but it doesn't really feel like the thing that I want to do. And, you know, I finish the classes, then I come home and I just play some video games and I just kind of waste time and go on Discord and stuff. And I just feel like a purposeless young man. Well, I'd follow the advice that I just said before and I'd, you know, I'd stop everything. I wouldn't go to class for like two, three days, you know, maybe for the weekend would be smarter. And I'd literally just stare at my wall and journal and journal and journal and journal till my fingers ache about what I actually want from my life of what actually has meaning. What's the point of of living, of my existence. I would contemplate on my death, on my mother's death. I would think about these random deep things. Like I would literally visualize passing away. I'd visualize my parents passing away. Just to kind of, you know, start to like spark some some thoughts, some introspectiveness. And then it may hit me that what I should actually be really obsessing over and spending my time on is health, physical and mental health. To make sure I am quite healthy, but then also to learn the things that creates health in a person. To then also teach that to my parents to make sure that they can live a long, healthy life. So then my mind starts to obsess over this this singular vision like almost like an image of just my mom looking kind of old but also healthy at the same time now this is a very specific example that i'm giving you here just you know we're imagining some random guy who's having these thoughts that is all it will be for you perhaps just an image in your mind a vision a feeling it will never be a clear direct plan okay let's do this right now it will never be like that it will just be some kind of inspiration for me personally, my most recent like vision of my new purpose layer was just a very short mental movie of me doing jujitsu with another another guy. I'm lean. I have I'm wearing a shirt that's like skin tight. Like I'm I'm very lean. I'm like ten percent body fat, maybe even less. A shirt is skin tight on my on my arms, on my stomach, and everything. I don't have a stomach at all. I've got like a full on eight pack and everything. Never been this lean before. And I'm rolling around in this like you know jujitsu um, training session. We're rolling, and I look incredible. Not not in this vanity, attractiveness, aesthetics way but like the way that i move is so impressive i look light i look like an athlete i'm flowing so perfectly like i'm actually good at this sport that i've been training for a while it was just this that's all it was for me it was just this mental movie this idea of being a fighter and actually a pretty good one that's how it starts Once you have this original vision and this idea of what your purpose layer could be, the real way to really find out exactly what your purpose layer is, and a lot of guys struggle with this, but it's to take action immediately to somewhat of an extreme level to throw yourself into it fully. There is a phrase from the book, The Way of the Superior Man by David Dieter, which I absolutely love, which is, align 100% of your life to your purpose. I'll say that again. Align 100% of your life to your purpose. Once you start to figure out, okay, what is your purpose layer? You know, the current thing that we need to work on, the current mission that we need to peel back till we get to the next one and the next one and the next one. It would be the best thing that you could possibly do aligning 100% of the decisions you make, the the place you live, the foods you eat, the people you talk to, to this purpose layer to peel it back. 
So for example, for me, I had this vision of like this fighting, you know, this um, rolling around doing jiu-jitsu, being like an athlete. And so I could try and fulfill this layer of my purpose, like a no, I'm not, I'm, I was going to say no offense. I don't want to, don't want it to seem like I'm saying this is you, but like how a mediocre man may, a mediocre man would get the same visualization that I did. Okay. Yeah. He, oh yeah. I'm an athlete. Sweet. And what he would do is he'd start to, he'd sign up to a jujitsu class and he'd go five times a week. Nice. That man is better than 90% of the population of men. 95% perhaps. And yet he's still a mediocre man. You see, once you know your purpose layer, maybe yours is studying right now, and you study for an hour a day, and then you know you go play some video games and everything. Yeah, that means that you're you're barely a mediocre man. And I'm not saying this again to be ins- insulting or anything. To be a superior man, to be like actually a masculine man who is on his purpose. We need to push closer to 100% of your life aligned to this layer of your of your purpose. So, for example, the mediocre man would get the vision that I did and he'd start training a few hours a week. The superior man would go and live in a fight camp. The superior man, the, the man who's really like on this, would literally go and live amongst the fighters and the warriors and live amongst them, eat amongst them, and be revolving around this lifestyle as much as possible. When he's not training, he's eating right. When he's not training or eating right, he's speaking with other fighters and asking them questions. There's there's levels to how much you can dedicate to your purpose. And you can say, well, of course, you know, we've got commitments and we can't throw, you know, we can't all just like quit university or anything like this. But the more masculine you want to become, the more that you have to align to your purpose. And so this is where it gets interesting because this is where some sacrifices need to be made. And this is actually where the life that we're going to live as young masculine men is going to be so different that we almost need like a paradigm shift. Like me and you need to discuss a different kind of lifestyle that we've never actually heard of before because the the media machine, you know, your current beliefs and perceptions and plans of life you know that they're very, very influenced by the things you've seen in like movies and by modern standards. You, you understand this, right? As much as we would like to be like based guys, the, tr- the truth is a lot of what we perceive our lives to be and a lot of the beliefs that we have are actually made from things like Hollywood movies that we watched when we were children. And so it is normal. Think about this. In, inside of our minds, even as young masculine men, inside of our minds, roughly, you'll, you'll probably agree is this life plan that, okay, we're young, we're going to build up all these things, I'm going to get into fitness and then I'm going to start attracting some girls and I'm going to uh, get into this career or this business, make up a lot of money and I'll travel and everything. And then there'll be a point when I will then do the same thing for a very long time. I will have a family and I will raise that family for 18 years or, or longer. I will find a woman and I will be with her for 20 years or 40 years or for the rest of my life. We have this perception that good equals long-term stability. Good equals no change. We have this perception that a man is supposed to build himself up to an okay level and then essentially just do the same thing for the rest of his life. That the man who settles down and has a family is winning. And surely it is, right? Family is probably the most important thing, right? Now, what if it's not? 
What if our perceptions of the wild man who lives a masculine life of purpose have been brainwashed and conditioned to be negative? Because I want you to imagine, just right now, imagine some random Hollywood movie or TV show that you've watched and imagine the 40-year-old man who eventually starts to be more masculine and discovers his purpose. How is he portrayed in these movies? This 40-year-old man who's got family and everything, he realizes his purpose here is kind of done. Now, he shouldn't abandon his family, but he's got something new to work on, something new that he's really starting to care about. The media portrays him as a man who's going through a midlife crisis, as a man who just doesn't know who he is anymore, and he's being a nuisance, and his wife eventually calms him down. Come on, Timmy. You're, you're not supposed to ride motor... Like, she's, she's saying this to her 40-year-old husband. Come on, like, Timmy, you're going crazy. Ha! Ah, look, everyone, he's got a motorbike because he's 40 years old and he's having a midlife crisis. Look, he wants to try this new thing and he's not so good at it. Come on, come back home. Back to normality. Back to a life of a lack of purpose and meaning. Come on. Yeah, you're at risk of killing yourself, but come on. <laughs> you're a mule. You're supposed to just be a mule. Just work. Just work. Just work, provide, and then die. Don't be masculine. Don't change anything about your life. Don't be purposeful. Don't try new things. You're supposed to be a mule. Got it, Timmy? Come on, back to normality. <laughs> this is what we see in the modern propaganda machine, don't we? And similarly on... You know, these movies, these TV shows, the good, standing, long-term, stable man who works the exact same job for 40 years straight and, you know, he's really good with his family. That's seen as a really positive thing. Now, you know, it might seem weird what I'm saying here because, I'm, you know, it might seem like he's Hamza saying to not value family. No, no, no. It's not that I'm saying to devalue family. It's What I'm saying is to understand that your purpose this layer that you have to fulfill will constantly keep changing and there will most likely be a bit like a purpose layer to have children and to raise them. But then your purpose layer will update and it will change and there will be more that you have to do with your life, more than just being a father who pays for his children and his wife. There will be more. Now, I don't have children. I, I don't shouldn't even be able to like you know talk about what a, a father should do. You know, we can leave that to men who are way more experienced in that area. But the more that I understand and learn about purpose, the more that I'm starting to envision this life that I want you to visualize. We've thought that, okay, you know, build ourselves up in our 20s, have some kind of career or business that, you know, really, really pops off and we get really successful. And then we just kind of, you know, it's almost like a vague gray thing of like, oh yeah, and then the years will slip by really fast and we'll just keep doing the same thing, the same business, the same career for the rest of our lives till eventually we like, we just want to retire. We probably won't want to retire because retirement's boring. So we'll just continue the same thing forever. <laughs> That's our kind of our perception of things, but I want you to visualize right now. What if we chased the layer of our purpose always? What if we are every single time we had a new layer, we threw in 100% of our life to it. We aligned as much of our life to it. I want you to start to visualize potentially this new lifestyle where it's like you've lived so many, many lives in one. Wherefore, 
two years of your life, you were so into this one thing, like, for example, becoming a fighter and you were living in Brazil doing jiu-jitsu or you were in Thailand learning Muay Thai every single day for four hours. That was your life. That was how you lived. And then when that layer of purpose was complete and it was time to get into sailing, you got into sailing and you, you did that for six months or a year till that layer of purpose was complete. And then it was time for you to learn this random language or for you to learn about artificial intelligence because this was the thing that now, okay, I need to understand this. I need to understand this. And it's like you've lived multiple mini, mini lives. And that usually is seen as a bad thing because long-term stability of a career or a business is usually like the play, right? Long-term thinking is a good thing, right? And it would seem so weird if I told you that perhaps long-term thinking may be weirdly catastrophic for masculine men. Because this idea of, okay, just get to a point and then do the same thing for 40 years, it defies what your purpose, most likely how your purpose is going to be working. Now, this is the point right now where you figured out your purpose layer and you're starting to realize, okay, I should align 100% of my life to peeling back these layers and just seeing where that would take me. To peel back the current purpose layer, it's going to require sacrifice. Mine right now seems to be based on two things. Mine is on fighting, you know, becoming that athlete. And also, very interestingly, like there's another like almost half purpose that I have, which is about investing to like stack like long-term serious investments that then retire like my family and everything, right? Those are like my two fo focuses. To make progress in this purpose layer, you have to sacrifice things. And that seems obvious, right? So if you're a young guy right now and your purpose, your obsession seems to be on your fitness and you really want to build like a good body, you really want to lose some weight so you can finally feel like you're like a respectable young man that you're full of confidence and that means so much to you. You're going to need to sacrifice the things that you know you've got to get rid of. The junk food, the, the sleep-ins. Of course, sleep is important, but you know, like, oh, you, you're, you've stayed up till 1 a.m. playing games and stuff, and now you're going to wake up at 11 p.m. tomorrow, sleep disturbed, blue light at nighttime and everything. You're going to need to sacrifice those snacks. You're going to need to sacrifice going on, like, meeting your friends for lunch because you always go to unhealthy places. To make a lot of progress in the layer of your purpose, you need to be okay with making sacrifices. This is where most guys find it very difficult to make progress and why most men are stuck in this, this man-child stage of not fulfilling their purpose. It's because making a sacrifice is incredibly hard, especially in the modern day. You know, sacrificing in the modern day is difficult because food has been made to be addictive. Technology has been made to be addictive. So we feel genuine, spiritual, physical, mental pain when we try to sacrifice something that we have like a mild addiction to. I sacrificed some level of fame for my purpose. I could have kept on going with this like YouTube content consumption machine with a massive team to keep thinking, okay, let's get to 5 million subs this year, then 10 million next year. That was the track that I was going for. And I kept on pushing it, even though my purpose changed in my mind and my heart. I kept on just going through the same thing because I didn't want to sacrifice like this YouTube career that I had built up. 
So eventually it hit me like, this is the thing I have to sacrifice. Now, of course, I can every now and then I can sit down for an hour and, you know, try and teach you something that will genuinely try and help you just be, because, you know, it's like, I, I like kind of talking and teaching. That's kind of nice. But what we had previously and, and the huge level we were trying to push for, you know, myself and my team, I sacrificed that because it was a huge distraction away from the new thing that I wanted to do. I don't want to record videos every single day. I don't want to try and get like lots of lots of views and, and watch time and, you know, more subscribers. I don't care about any of that. I had to sacrifice it so that I could focus more on fighting and investing and, you know, to have like my brain and my time freed up. So what you've seen in front of you just in the last week is a example of sacrifice. And so I want you to think right now of where you're up to, what your purpose layer is. And this is so interesting, right? I want you to think of the things that you could potentially sacrifice so that you could make more progress in this purpose layer, you know, to peel it back, to like fulfill it, this mission of yours, right? And there's going to be something Perhaps it's already happened. There's going to be something that is a potential sacrifice, a very valuable thing to sacrifice. Like it'll make a lot of progress if you did. And your brain will argue against it because of the addiction to the thing. You, What I found is that the thing that you need to sacrifice is actually the thing that your own brain will defend the most. But it's almost like your brain is going to start to split in half right now. And this is going to give you like slightly mental problems. Your brain is going to start to argue with itself of whether or not this this thing that's in your mind that you could sacrifice should be sacrificed. And you're like, okay, I know, I know technically that that's a bad thing for my purpose layer, but then, you know, I, I really like it. And then what if I do this? And what if I cope like this? And I'll keep coping, I'll keep coping, and I'll keep coping, and I'll keep making excuses, right? It, it, it's okay, right? Sure, you can, you know, whatever the excuse is in your mind, whatever the, this thing that you need to sacrifice, maybe it's junk food for a fat guy, maybe it's weed for a stoner, whatever it is, right? There's some usually instant gratification, bad dopamine, bad habits that you need to sacrifice to make the real progress to your purpose. And when you refuse to do it, you live like a shell of the man that you're supposed to. You lose respect for yourself. You're, it's like, metaphorically, your dick gets smaller. When you don't live to your purpose as close to 100% and there is something clear in your mind that you should sacrifice, but you're not sacrificing it, it starts to fully destroy your perception of yourself. It starts to make you feel weak. It starts to make you feel insecure. Your ability to hold eye contact with people, especially women, starts to drastically go down. Your ability to still have like an open, confident body language, especially when another man who's somewhat intimidating, who's bigger in size than you, walks in and he holds your eye contact and you look away or you're, you seem to speak with like a higher pitched voice. You become less of a man when you don't sacrifice the thing that you're supposed to do. And I know this because two years ago for me, it was weed. The purpose layer that I had in 2022 20, years ago, just before the start of COVID, was to become an entrepreneur and to make money online and to get to achieve freedom through that. I wanted to specifically make money online and be in Thailand, which I've kind of achieved now, but it's like, doesn't really, you know, the, that was the old purpose layer anyway, right? So early 2020, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an entrepreneur, make money online and everything. And the thing that was stopping me, the thing that I needed to sacrifice, but I kept on delaying it, was smoking weed. Because, oh, you know, but it's really nice at the end of a hard day and I've been really working hard and it's relaxing and it's really fun. And, you know, I've got a girl there. It makes the sex better and everything. And, you know, you've got to have a break sometimes and everything. It's kind of nice to smoke. And sometimes I smoke and I journal and I like to smoke and it's chilling. 
Imagine that version of me who's making these excuses, who knew what he should do, who knew what he should sacrifice, but didn't make those choices. Imagine that version of me who had this mental turbulence in his mind. Do you think I would have been totally present and loving and masculine then? Or do you think I would have neurotically had like self-obsessed thoughts, anxious thoughts in my mind? Do you think, not to be vulgar, but when I did have sex, my erection would have been rock hard? Or do you think every now and then it would have just went softer for seemingly no reason? Because all of these things are correlated. All of them are. Your level of masculinity, of course, is correlated to the, the firmness of your erection. Of course it is. And so rewind back two years from now, 2020, you know, I'm making these excuses. I don't want to stop smoking weed, even though I have this very clear purpose layer, which is to become an entrepreneur and achieve the freedom. And I'm not making that choice. I'm not making that sacrifice. And I didn't for months and months and months. And I hated my life. And I started to hate myself. And I started to look at myself in the mirror with this like vacant, dead-eyed expression, high, so high, so stoned at like 1 a.m. Looking at myself in the mirror as if I'm like, like this, whilst I'm having like a piss or something. No care in the world. Is that the kind of life that we should live? Now, when you think about me, like me, like, you know, what you know of me, right? That's very different to who I am today. But when you think about that version of me and think that what it took for me to make progress to become the man that I am today was sacrificing something that I didn't want to sacrifice. Isn't it very easy for you to sit there right now and think, okay, that's silly. Like he should have just sacrificed weed faster. Of course he should, right? Think about how much I was losing out on. It's like, it's a no brainer. When you think about it from someone else's perspective, you're thinking about it from me. Yeah, it's a no-brainer that you should quit smoking weed hams, of course, right? And I'm talking about like you know, two years ago, right? Well, then for me to think about that with you, it's a no-brainer that this thing that you're not sacrificing that you probably should, it's a no-brainer for me to think, wait, bro, this thing that you're not sacrificing, whatever it is for you, it is a no-brainer that you should. Because the gain of aligning 100% of your life to your purpose, that peel back this layer is, is huge. So this thing in your mind right now, this bad habit that you don't want to get rid of, that you keep coping and saying, that, oh no, but it could be okay. Like if it's like this, could be okay. It's, it's only a little bit. You know exactly what you should do. And up until you do that, you will, you will not feel like a full true man. And when you do make that decision, finally, it's like you will just be filled with this extra level of Shiva-like masculine energy. You will literally walk up straighter, like your chest will stick out more, you'll gain muscle faster, like all of these masculine random things will be better the more that you align yourself to your purpose and it takes sacrifice. This is also the point where every step of the journey, every bit of progress that you make feels amazing. So when you know what your, your current purpose layer, your mission is, and you make progress towards it, you feel happy, blissful, free. 
it's amazing. Imagine you really, really care about your body transformation and you go and hit a great workout and then you also end the day on the perfect macronutrients. You feel amazing. It's like that thing today has just given you life. You go to bed literally with a smile on your face, excited for tomorrow. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. The masculine man cares most of all about making progress to something meaningful. And this is why men who are actually on their purpose, men who are doing the right things, men who have set those goals and are on on track to achieve those goals, men who said that they were going to hit six workouts this week and literally are on the sixth workout this week, that's why and how and when as men we feel good. You've been told by again, like, you know, these like outsiders, these unmasculine people, these feminine men, these male feminists, these women who are masculine, but then they tell you not to be masculine. You've been told by these people who don't even like you that as a man, you should just be happy whenever you indulge. That it's okay to be weak. It's okay to be soft. It's okay to be fat. Well, it's not. You want to know how I know it's not? You know, you want to know how I can give a guaranteed statement of truth, of objective universal truth, because we feel terrible when we're not achieving something. We as men feel awful when we're not making progress. That is why you see the hordes of millions of men who who sink deeper and deeper into technology because they need to stimulate and distract themselves because these kinds of men who aren't making progress in goals literally would feel terrible if they just sat there for one minute in total consciousness, not distracting themselves. Imagine you took a guy who genuinely had not made real good progress to some kind of important goal or purpose for the last year you know he's just been wasting away like a jeffrey he's just been playing video games smoking weed and stuff and the thing is he can still say that he's kind of enjoying himself because he plays the newest video game and he smokes more weed and you know he does all those things imagine taking that guy locking him into a room where he doesn't have his phone or anything he would hate it wouldn't he so we can say with certainty because we can also compare that to the man who's imagine the man who's been making so much progress. Imagine the man who genuinely set this very like you know worthwhile goal, this purpose that he knows that he should fulfill, and he's made amazing progress to that. Imagine the man who literally has hit the perfect macronutrients today. He's had the perfect workout today. He's also done his business work, right? And then we lock that man into into an empty room. That, that this second man who's made a good amount of progress, progress, he's going to be smiling there doing push-ups. He's like, okay, whatever, I don't care. Like, I've, I've already hit my macros for today. I've already, like, checked off all the boxes today. I feel awesome. So you want to know the secret to feeling good, to feeling happy, to feeling pleasant and joyful and, and humorous as a man? Make progress in your purpose layer. It's that simple. Your happiness does not come from stimulation. Your happiness does not come from indulgence of drugs or video games or or any of these things, from weed or any of these things. It comes from progress to your purpose layer. If as a man you are making good progress to your purpose, you will feel happy around the clock. But if you are not making good progress to your purpose, based on your own perception of your, your strength, your dedication and everything, based on your own talents, you will feel bad. So I want you to just take a a quick little second right now and to just kind of think, okay, it's currently, you know, as I'm recording this, it's February 2023. Maybe you're watching it at a different time, but it's February 2023. We've been in this new year now for one month and one week or so. How happy and pleasant and positive have I been for this last month? Ask yourself that question. How happy, pleasant and positive have you felt in the last month? Unless there's been some kind of like very... like you know some significant event like a family member passes but let's say it's just a normal you know last month no one 
has passed away or anything like that, right? There's no like serious car accidents or anything, right? It's just mundane, normal life. If you answer this question that, yeah, actually, I've been really happy, chances are that you've been making a really good amount of progress to your purpose. Now, if you answer this question and say, no, I'm actually depressed and I take antidepressants and, it, and it's not because of purpose or anything, no, 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 it's a clinical pr- problem, it's a biological thing, uh, and uh, I take anti, anti-anxiety medication, and no, it's not because I, I spend all day on the internet or anything, it's because of something else. There's men out there who don't feel good, who haven't felt good in a long time, who need to like take pills and everything to still not even feel good. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy to assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. And that's simply because they're not making progress. When you make progress, understand this, when you make progress to your purpose, you feel good. Every step of the way, you feel good. So you can just start to evaluate how good your days feel and that will tell you how much more like you can put in. And you would be surprised, by the way. You know, I'm telling you, okay, align as much as of your life as you can to your purpose. You would be surprised at just how much you can actually do. You know, with all... All of like the advice that men get, toxic advice that men get, not not from... Hopefully not from men like me but from like the male feminine, you know, from like those people who give us advice and they tell us open up and be emotional and cry and it's okay to be weak, it's okay to be feminine. All those people say this to us. The thing is, with all of the advice they give us, it doesn't actually work. The man who lies around, who says it's okay to be weak, who plays video games, that stereotypical guy is on antidepressants. You see the rise of like the antidepressant influencer giving happiness and mental health advice to other guys why should we listen to them to be happy all you have to do is is make progress to your purpose if you're not happy and there hasn't been some kind of chaotic events recently like some car accident or family member death it's simply because you've not made enough progress it's as simple as that so now we've made a lot of progress to this purpose layer And this is where it gets interesting. Now, it's completed. 
So whatever you know, this big mission is on in your mind right now, whether it's studying or getting really fit or whatever, right? This is the thing we're obsessing over, obsessing over, obsessing over. It's gonna be so good once we've completed this thing. Once I've done that exam and I've got the, the grade that's gonna get me into university, it's gonna be so good. Once I build the body, it's gonna be so good. I'm peeling back this layer, I'm aligning as much of my life as I can to it, and it's done. Oh, it's done. So, this is how it feels when you complete a layer of your purpose. Just like that. It's the, it's the equivalent of like just a, a bored shrug. For so long, we hyped up this thing. I've made a, a long video explaining, okay, the benefits of purpose, whoa. And when you actually complete a layer of your purpose, it literally just feels like whatever. So, actually, it's kind of stupid. You'll specifically look at the layer of purpose that you've spent so long on and you'll almost like downplay it. It almost will seem silly. It'll almost seem a little bit stupid. It'll seem like it was kind of like a waste of time. It'll be weird, right? You're right now, you're thinking, wait, wait, I'm never going to be like that. Wait, what? No, no, no. I'm studying. I'm going to get a good grade and it's going to be super important. I promise you, when you complete the layer of your purpose, you're going to look back to all of the work you've just put in in this one particular thing when you truly complete it, right? And it's almost going to seem weird why you put in that much work into it. And it's going to be so anticlimactic. It's going to be kind of boring. And you're going to be just thinking, okay, what was the point in all that? It was just silly. This is how I feel about the big YouTube operation that we had. And one and a half million subscribers. That meant so much to me. I was literally like writing down these goals, sticking piece of papers with like, you know, the one million subscribers, five, 1.5, like all around my wall as if it was the most important thing ever. Now I look at it as if it was just like, that's just silly. This is how it actually works. Once you complete a layer of your purpose, something inside of us has been meticulously made to make us move away from it. This is so interesting. Something inside of us, as men in general, has been made so that we feel some kind of boredom and indifference and almost like slightly resentful for the time that we've just spent on this goal. You've probably heard of this too. Isn't it kind of normal, common to hear of a man who achieves like this big goal that he had set out and then he just kind of feels depressed afterwards? He just kind of feels bored afterwards. You thought that hitting a million subscribers would make you really happy. You think this right now, right? If you're like a young YouTuber, you think right here, right now, one million subscribers would make me so happy. I guarantee you right now, you know how it actually feels from a guy who's genuinely got that? At 999,000, you feel like this. At a million, you feel like this. There's no difference. Achieving some big goal as a guy literally does not make you feel any different. And so you're maybe wondering, okay, why? Why is it like this? Well, remember what I just said before, that we as men feel good when we make progress to some meaningful goals, a layer of our purpose. The reason why when you open up and fulfill a layer of your purpose, when you complete a big goal and you have this accomplishment that you've been working so hard for, the reason why after you've done it doesn't even feel that good is because straight away, you are now ready to make progress in the next thing. And so a lot of men stay here in this this feeling of like sadness and thinking, wait, why did I work so hard for this thing? It's pointless. And you know, they waste time and maybe they overindulge in partying and drugs to celebrate and stuff. And it just, this is like something that, that freaks men out. And you might not be here just yet. It might seem really weird to you and you're so convinced that you're not going to be like this. Chances are you probably are. It just seems strange. And the reason why it's so anticlimactic you, when you complete a layer of your purpose is because you've got to be ready for the next one. We as men feel good when we make progress. 
when we accomplish something, you know, the moment of celebration that we've done the thing, it often feels anticlimactic. It often does. If not then in the moment of celebration, then afterwards, you you often look back to the thing that you dedicated your life to for the last few years and you think it's just silly. Mike Tyson he did some kind of interview with a, a news reporter, brings him in to see his belts and all this. And, you know, the news reporter shows him pictures and everything of him with the belts. And Mike Tyson literally says, it's all garbage. It doesn't mean anything. It's all garbage. That's a little bit like how you will feel about when this moment that you've completed a layer of your purpose. That's how literally I was speaking to my best friend, Sam, about the YouTube channel. I was like, bro, it's just stupid. It's just, it's just silly. Now, of course it's not. From your perspective, you're like a pretty big fan of mine. You'll, you'll probably be thinking that this is weird. But literally just three days ago, I'm literally looking at the, the whole channel, the videos, and thinking, bro, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. It's just silly. It's just like, oh, Jeffrey, you know, I'm just making fun of it myself. And I'm, I'm almost saying the exact same things that Mike Tyson said about his heavyweight belts. This doesn't mean that objectively it's a stupid thing because objectively, Mike Tyson became a legend forever objectively, like the videos that I've made have probably helped quite a lot of guys out there. So it's not a stupid thing. And yet it feels like it is for you once you've completed it. And the reason why is most likely this is like some divine creation inside of us. It's so that we don't get hooked onto this one thing that now we've completed and it allows us space to then focus on the next thing. So once you've completed this this layer of your purpose that you've spent so long on, you've studied for this exam and you got the grade that you wanted and now you're in college, well, it's time to now focus on the next layer. As men, it is always constant striving for progress on the layer that we're in. And sometimes you won't even enjoy celebrating for an hour once you've completed a layer. Sometimes you'll complete a layer and literally just want to start moving on to the next one immediately. Sometimes you'll want to move on to the next one before you've even totally completed this one. This is how it will feel. Anticlimactic, bored, but not because this isn't a journey that's worth going on, but simply just because we're supposed to feel quite disinterested in this old thing, which is no longer our purpose. And so we go back to the previous stage, remember, where we don't really know our purpose, so we kind of are open and we don't distract ourselves, we don't stimulate ourselves, we stare at our wall, we're kind of open to new ideas, and then we get that vision. And that's when we discover the next layer of the purpose, and we do the exact same progress process again. There's a few things that I'll, I'll mention here, which is very, this is very specific things, right? So you won't hear this anywhere else, but I am pretty sure that a lot of men at this point of the completion of a purpose actually physically get sick. This is something I, I've physically seen in, in myself and in loads of other men. When a man is constantly working on his purpose, this big goal, and he eventually completes it, he accomplishes it. It's like he gets this genuine feeling of, of sickness. He's genuinely like he's stuffy. His nose is running. He's got a dry throat. He's got a headache, everything. This literally just happened to me like four days ago. I just picked up a fever out of nowhere for like one whole day. I'm like curled up in bed and stuff. And the reason why I think this happens, and I've seen this in, in with my friend First Man, the, the guy who does the YouTube videos. I've seen it with him where like he, he worked really, really hard to get to this, to this certain point. And as soon as it was done, he was sick for like two weeks. I've seen this so many times with different guys. They'll accomplish the goal, the purpose, and then literally physically get sick. And the reason why this may happen is because we as men, especially when we're achieving our purpose, 
it's like we are strong. Every step that you take towards your purpose makes you physically strong, physically, mentally, everything. You feel so good aligning yourself to your purpose and trying to peel back that layer. And then eventually when you have peeled the layer, it's like now it all hits, it all resets. It's like, okay, you're essentially you know, on step zero of completing the next purpose. So you're not like, you haven't made a significant amount of progress in this next layer. So it's almost like you're, you're at the beginning again and you're hit now with all of the, the diseases and sicknesses that you've picked up over the last while, but that you've pushed off because of this mental like strength that you have. This is perhaps why we hear stories of masculine men who worked hard their entire lives, who were literally 65, 70, 75 years old, still working some kind of job or project. And the moment that they truly retired, they died like a week after. You've, you've probably heard of this kind of thing before, haven't you? That there'll be a guy who's lit, like an old man who's literally worked hard his entire life. And as soon as he retires, like two weeks later, he dies. Because we're not supposed to stop. We're not supposed to stop. We're not supposed to retire. We're not supposed to take vacations or holidays. These are modern day feminine inventions because life as a man is supposed to be this constant peeling of your layer the discovery of a new layer and then peeling again and again and again and that can seem kind of upsetting can it? it can seem kind of like oh boring or maybe agitating like but but when does it when does it complete when does it stop like i want it to stop like you know when do i get to like live my life well this, this is your life. This is perhaps the most beautiful kind of life that you could live is a life of, of constant progress to things that actually mean a lot to you. And who knows what happens once you peel back so many layers and you get to a point where there's no more layers and it is just this core thing inside of you. At the end of this video, I will speculate what it feels like to like literally have all the layers peeled back. But just for now... I am sure that there's going to be some young guys watching this who almost have a sense of like slightly like agitation and hatred for this potential life that I'm mentioning, which is that, okay, we constantly peel back the layer. We don't even enjoy the celebration. We don't even like the accomplishment Then we peel back the next one, then the next one, then the next one. We don't take t time off or anything. We just constantly keep peeling the back. It seems like, you know, I can imagine there's going to be quite a few guys who don't like this, th the idea of this. And maybe this is because of different reasons. Maybe this is because you're more feminine than you're supposed to be because of brainwashing and conditioning that goes on, especially in Western countries. Maybe this is because, again, from this, you know, the, the modern media machine, the, the Hollywood movies and the TV shows, you've been sold this idea that, like, man, love man loves to look forward to vacations and he has to work and work and work and then sh oh yes vacation and holidays coming up soon i can't wait to have freedom yet yeah, that that is life guys like you've been sh sold this message from movies and everything from people from school holidays and everything that, okay we love to wait for the holidays the holidays is when life is actually lived and yet no if we really take some time right now to think a man's life is not on holiday man's life is in training it's in war that's what makes our life worth living because if you delay and if you want to live this life like most men do right the modern media machine real like you know the media hollywood movies they really and like just governments and, and everything right the the narrative of the normal people is that a man should get a job when he's 18 or something and then just work and work and work and work and work till he's like 65 and then retire 
and now he gets to enjoy his life. The big payout. Things are going to be different. Things are going to be different. When you get that promotion, things are going to be different. How about that car? Things are going to be different. How about the wife? Things are going to be different. And that house, things are going to be different. And yet, we can learn from the men who have believed these lies and things are different. They die after retirement. He gets the new car and doesn't even feel any difference. I don't think that's the way that we're supposed to live, even though that is like the, like, this is kind of hard to talk about because this is like literally the normal belief in our brain is, yeah, work is bad. Normal life is bad. Weekends, good. Holiday, good. Retirement, good. But if you're watching my content, you're probably a little bit more based than the normal person. And you already understand retirement's probably a scam. We're not going to, you know, the government or your, your old company's not just going to give you free money. Obviously, they're going to like, they'll stop retirement. You know what I mean? Like, so we don't believe the, most of these lies, right? We're not living, you and I aren't living for the weekend or anything. So when you think about this life where you live to your purpose and then you peel back the purpose and it's finished and then it's just, you may as well just make progress in the next one. You can start to see that although that may seem a little bit depressive to think, okay, well, my life's just going to be constantly working with no retirement, no break or anything. I want you to genuinely think, okay, how much fun do you really have when you're not productive? How much fun do you really have when you're not doing anything? This, the thing is, right, you have a lot of fun on your time off when you play video games and when you do something, right? Fair enough. But when you're playing video games, you're just simulating, you're like you're simulating a masculine life. You're literally simulating brotherhood, competition, everything, right? How much fun does the average man have on holiday where he has to pretend that he's having a good time when he sits on the beach and like, you know, going to the beach is nice. Oh yeah, sweet. Oh, nice. Take a picture. Yeah, sweet. And then once you've been on the beach for like an hour, it's like, okay, well, yeah, it's a bit boring now. You see, a man comes alive not in times of rest, in times of like, you know, enjoyment and holiday. No. We come alive and we are in a total flow state and present. Like there's no thoughts in our brain. When we're in training and we're good, when we're making progress to something that means a lot to us. So maybe it's worth it if we consider, you know what? Maybe my ideal life would probably be just constant fucking just constant progress, constant progress, constant progress through all these purposeful layers. And imagine how far I could go. Imagine the life that I could live, which is comprised almost by like a hundred mini lives in one. That could be a beautiful existence. One point that I've made here when it comes to completing the layer of your, your purpose, and I've learned this again from the book, The Way of the Superior Man, is that you should complete the layer in a way that doesn't harm anyone else. So oftentimes you will have a layer of your purpose that's just totally independent and it's solo and it's just about you. Okay, you've completed it. You've lost the weight. Now it's time to focus on something else. Okay, sweet. But there will be times, maybe not just yet, but it'll be important for you to learn this lesson. There will be times when you fulfill a layer of your purpose by having the help or, you know, being around other people to help you. Whether it's, for example, like for me, you know, to spread my message of self-improvement, that was my layer of my purpose. I employed a bunch of people to help me do that. Video editors and personal assistant and sales staff and all this, right? So I, I had like 15 people that I was paying for as employees that I was paying for to run this YouTube channel. Not like a video like this, but like if you've seen, you know, my previous videos, there's video editors and admin and all this stuff, right? 
So one thing is that once you've completed a layer of your purpose and it's time to align the re- like all of your life to the next layer, it's to just make sure you spend enough time really making sure that you don't harm anyone by changing your your focus to the new layer when you do discover it. So in my case, my purpose layer was to spread the message of self-improvement on YouTube, to grow the YouTube channel, to get a million subscribers, 1.5 million subscribers. We got there. I completed the layer of my purpose. It just seemed pointless to continue. I'm looking at it like, okay, this is just silly. I don't want to do this anymore. My focus is elsewhere. I just want to sit down and record a video every now and then, but with no team or anything like this. I don't want the expenses. I don't want to spend 50,000 pounds a month running this channel or anything. I read this chapter of The Way of the Superior Man from this book, and it said that you should make sure that you should cut off the ties with everyone properly. Otherwise, if you leave this layer of your purpose in the wrong way, it can come back to bite you. So what I actually wanted to do, genuinely what I wanted to do, as soon as I completed like you know, the previous layer of my purpose to grow the YouTube channel, literally just let everyone else, everyone go, okay, goodbye, and focus on my new thing. I wanted to do that. But for quite a while, I'm debating this decision because I realized like there's 15 guys who are my employees, who who rely on me, who need me, who need the money that I paid them. And so I delayed the decision for a long time to be 100% sure that this is the the direction that I wanted to take. And then eventually when I was sure, I started to like really, I spent an an entire day thinking about, okay, what's the best way to treat these guys? Okay, this is what I'm going to do to all of my employees. I'm going to pay them a severance package, which I don't have to do because they were all freelancers. They were all, you know, like they're not like actual real government style employees that we've done through a contract. They were all freelancers. You don't have to pay a freelancer like a severance or anything. But I thought, wait, some of these guys have, have worked for me for months and months and months. So I'm going to literally just essentially give them free money just so that like when we split up, they've got like kind of like their normal wage for another two weeks or four weeks. So I gave out more than $10,000. I think about $15,000, like just like this, essentially free money to give to these guys just because they had relied on me previously. Then I spent over an hour which was quite tedious to like record a testimonial for everyone on my team. Hey guys, it's Hamza and I'm recording this testimonial for my editor, Mo. He's done a really good job. If you want to hire him, I I can support it, whatever. So I did that. Then soon you're going to see a community post on the main channel where I'm also going to post everyone's like all my ex-employees links so that they can find new work as well. So it's like, I've really tried to set these guys up who have just let them go with new work opportunities and to set them up nicely because I realized that you don't want to end a purpose layer by hurting people in any kind of way because that might come back to bite you. That might then eventually become like a new purpose layer that then, oh, I've got to help that guy that I really abandoned before. So that's a very specific like instance that I had. You know, I had employees. Maybe you won't have this. But there is a chance that at some point in your life, there's going to be someone who's a part of your purpose layer. And once that layer is complete, you won't actually probably need that person in your life anymore. And it should be very good for you to just remember this message. Make sure you treat them really well because it will haunt you in the future. Like, you know, at the moment of a completion of a purpose, it's so easy to think, yeah, whatever, I don't care about this thing anymore. I don't care about anyone related to this thing. I'm focused on this other thing. Of course, remember, because it's like that feeling of like, yep, I don't care about this anymore. It just feels indifferent. I just feel bored and everything. There's a little insect on my little... it's very uh, it's very easy to act like that and so this is just a quick warning don't complete the layer of purpose and just forget everyone who was involved there make sure you treat them nicely 
Now, this is a very interesting one that I've not seen mentioned anywhere else, but let's say you've just completed a layer of your purpose. So the layer could be the YouTube channel. The layer could be, you know, getting the grade or, the, you know, like whatever the, the big obsession was, the mission was for you. This is something I realized. As soon as you've completed a layer of your purpose, try to min- try to continue even on the new purpose layer that you eventually find. Try to continue the maintenance volume of the previous thing. So let me tell you an example, right? In terms of fitness, right? A part of my purpose layer for a long time was to build an aesthetic physique, to build muscle and to like, you know, have a good physique that was inspiring, that made me look good, that got me girls and everything. That This was a huge obsession in my mind, right? And I kind of, you know, I don't have the perfect physique or anything, but I certainly completed how important this was. I can, it was a layer of my purpose and I completed it. But you know what I did, which was quite smart, and this was years ago with, before I even knew it. I carried on training. Now, this seems like common sense, right? So my big goal was to build a body that I'm, I'm proud of, that I really like. I built it, and then I could have just stopped after that. I could have just, yep, I built it, and now I'm not going to train anymore. Now, that sounds stupid, doesn't it? But when you understand that like I completed the layer and now my new layer is about fighting my new layer is about martial arts which is a completely different kind of sport to train for it might actually make sense and it might be understandable if I told you oh yeah by the way I'm not really going to the gym and doing resistance training and bodybuilding and weightlifting anymore because I'm literally just focused on fighting if I said that like it wouldn't be absolutely crazy would it you'd be thinking oh it's a waste man you built a nice physique and if you want to get into fighting fair enough but you could probably maintain it but like if i was like no no no, i I just care about fighting just care about fighting you'd be like okay fair enough do you know what i mean right but what i realized was and this has happened to me multiple times what i've realized is that when you've completed a layer of your purpose and you've built the physique for example or you've built the business and you've made the money or whatever it is if you don't maintain that thing that you've just completed it will deteriorate. And when it deteriorates enough, it will actually become a purpose layer once again. So let's say I've built a really good physique and I'm thinking, okay, you know, I've built a really good physique. I've sold an online course training program about it. So now I'm profiting from it. Now my focus is elsewhere. I don't really need to train that much or whatever. I don't really care about it anymore. I'm going to focus on business, my new purpose layer, whatever. And then eventually you look at yourself in the mirror and realize, oh wait, my physique doesn't look anywhere near as good. And I'm trying to focus on business work. But now in my mind, the new obsession, the purpose layer is to build the physique again. So if you let it slip, the thing that you've just built, the the purpose layer that you've just completed, if you actually let that deteriorate, even though it's finished, it will become a layer once more. So even though this is common sense, build the physique and at least maintain it for the rest of your life. Does that make sense? It's common sense, but it's like, it's just something that I, I think is valuable to discuss because I could throw myself in fully right now into fighting. And I'd be sick, right? You know, I'd martial arts, whatever. I wouldn't even train bodybuilding, let's say, right? Which means that I've got extra recovery and it's better so that this way I'm less stiff and everything. But then maybe a month from now, maybe six months from now, whilst I'm in the middle of like my martial arts, like uh, purpose layer, there's going to be a time when I look at myself in the mirror and see how much muscle mass I've lost. And I like, as much as I want to focus on fighting, the, the lack of muscle mass, which means a lot to me because I've worked very hard for this. It wasn't like a layer of my purpose to develop myself, to have like a physique that I'm proud of. It will start to weigh on my mind to the point that now that is the obsession. That is the purpose that I need to make progress on. So when you do complete a layer of your purpose, find what's called, this is very specific, 
there's a term called the minimum effective volume, MEV. In other words, the maintenance volume for you to like keep on holding on to what you have gained. So can you see now why I'm, I seem like I've kind of left YouTube and yet here I am on YouTube. The minimum effective volume, the maintenance volume. Because I grew this YouTube channel when it was a part of my, my purpose. Then the layer was complete. Now, I could throw myself on only solely into fighting, and that probably could be a good idea. But the thing is, there would be a time, six months from now, I'm, I'm fully focused on fighting, and I'm like, oh man, like I kind of miss YouTube, and like, oh, the channels went down so much. Imagine if I didn't post at all for six months, right? I've, okay, good, good, goodbye, guys, I'm done with YouTube. Huh? I'd look at it, I'd be proper sad and stuff, and I'd probably want to start it again because the purpose is back. So what I'm doing with my physique by training a few times a week is very similar to what I'm doing with YouTube now, which is that I built up something, you know, I completed the purpose layer and now I'm just maintaining it with the smallest amount of time and energy investment needed whilst I still do have another like layer of my purpose that I'm focused on. That's why I'll upload maybe a couple times per month to this channel to kind of maintain a good level so that I don't get this like feeling of like, oh man, I really want to go and do that thing again. Because no one wants to be that 60 year old guy who looks at you in the gym or looks at you elsewhere and says like, oh, well, you know, I used to be fit and strong when I was your age. I used to be able to bench seven plates and squat 7,000 pounds, but I can't anymore because my knee hurts. And then he just looks old and saggy and everything. No one wants to be that guy. You want to be the guy who's 60 years old, who started weightlifting, going to the gym at our age, and he's still jacked. You want to be the guy who's maintained a list of accomplishments, like you, a, a guy who's maintained facets of his life, these like skills through his life. Because it seems silly, right? I, I, I genuinely, I asked myself and I was thinking, okay, I've built this physique, but I've got a new purpose layer. And I remember that, okay, I'm supposed to align 100% of my life to this. And so if I keep bodybuilding, that's going to take some away from this. But then I realized, and I was like, wait, I'm definitely going to regret it. I'm definitely going to want to build the muscle back again. And then I thought about fighting. Let's say, okay, my current purpose layer is on fighting, martial arts, everything. Okay, sweet. I'm going to get really good at fighting. That visualization I had where I'm doing jujitsu with the guy and I look really good. That's going to come alive within six months or 12 months from now, it's going to be amazing, right? Then I thought to myself, okay, imagine if I throw everything into fighting, it's so good, and then I become like a really good fighter, then this layer of my purpose gets peeled. Would I just never go to martial arts clubs again? No, it'd be an amazing thing to carry for the rest of my life, wouldn't it? And now I want you to start to picture the man that you'd become 20 to 40 years from now, when you've got this with like, 10 different things that for a few years of your life you really really focused and obsessed over your physique and then after that you started to do a maintenance amount and you still got a really good amount of muscle mass then for a few years you totally obsessed over fighting and martial arts and you got really good you won fights and everything and then after that you didn't train as hard but you certainly kept it up with one to two to three sessions per week so that when you're 40 years old and your son's looking up at you he's looking up at a man who's built like a greek god who can fight like a warrior, like a Spartan, who's wealthy like a businessman, like an entrepreneur, who's cultured like a man who's traveled the world 
And you have this list of things that you can look back on, these purpose layers, these chapters of your life. And that's when this accomplishment is going to feel good. So make sure when you do complete some kind of part of your the layer of your purpose, you maintain it. So this is even, let's say, something which I don't really have much experience of anymore. But let's say so you're in the education system, you're still in school, right? And your current purpose layer is studying to get this good grade so that you can go into university. You're studying medicine, for example, right? So you're studying medicine, then you're going to get the, the university degree, and then you can go work after that, right? Well, a lot of people who aren't really superior, who aren't, you know, masculine, they'll study, they'll get the degree, and then they'll work. And these people never actually become that successful. You want another kind of person who becomes truly successful? Well, he studies for the degree. He gets the degree, he gets the job, and he keeps studying. He maintains or even grows his level of knowledge for the rest of his life. Whatever you're doing right now to complete and peel back this layer of your purpose, studying, training, working, whatever. Once it is completed and you have this accomplishments that, you know, that we've been working hard for, maintain it or even continue to grow it in the most efficient, effective way possible. So a weird tip that I can give you right now, which is so specific, is there's a book called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, the 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. This book explains how to do things, mostly like your know, business work, very, very time efficiently. If you follow this book, but even for fitness, even for studying, whatever it is that you're doing, it will actually help you to, once you've peeled back this layer, to keep maintaining this thing in a way that won't deteriorate how much progress you make in your new layer. So that's something to look into. You've peeled back multiple layers of your purpose at this point. And there's a phrase now, again, from the same book. I've learned everything about masculinity from this one book, The Way of the Superior Man by David Dieter. If you're interested, maybe after this video, you can literally just search the, the book title on YouTube and then my name next to it, Hamza, The Way of the Superior Man. I've done like a one-hour guide on this book, which is like the book is life-changing, right? There's another phrase from this book which is really relevant which is that be willing to change everything in your life. Be willing to change everything in your life for your purpose. So this is something that I briefly mentioned to you before, which is that once we've completed a layer, you know, we'll spend some time in speculation, introspectiveness, we'll stare at our wall, then we'll discover the next one. As soon as you discover the next part of your purpose, the next layer, the vision, Align 100% of your life to it. This means that you will have to constantly, as a young man, uproot your life and move to where it is that you need to go to to achieve this, this obsession, this layer of your purpose, to do as much as you can. This is where I'm uncertain of how things should be. Because conventional success advice. You know, if I was going to give you good self-improvement advice, what would I tell you? I'll tell you, okay, delay gratification. Always make decisions based on the long term. 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, when you're going to start a business, think about it for 20 years, right? But then this is where I'm now 
I'm even uncertain because I want you to just picture, okay, imagine that the man, the masculine man, the superior man, the spiritual man who, who navigates and penetrates his life in a way that he's peeling back these layers one by one by one by one. Should this man perceive that he's going to be in the same business for 20 years? Because that's usually good advice, right? If, you know, if we tell a young man that, okay, get into artificial intelligence and then you kind of have the perception, yep, this is the thing I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But, but if you were truly a purposeful man who was peeling back every layer of your purpose, would you? Would you continue doing the same thing for 20 years with, you know, the major part of your life? Or perhaps if this is the way that we want to live, if this is the kind of life that we think we should live, not a life of stability, of long-term stability with the same career or same business. And those things are extremely valuable. So, so valuable. The most successful people, the most wealthy people of the, of the planet have done the same things for 40 years, right? But then what is success based on? Is the billionaire businessman a successful man because he's had a company that for 20 years, 30 years, that's performed really, really well, even though for most of that time, he's actually wanted to do something different, but he can't because of the accountability of staying in the business. And we all look up to this guy. We all look up to Bill Gates as, you know, the really, really successful tech guy who's become, who's really, really wealthy and everything, right? We look up to the people who've been doing the same thing for so long that they become widely good at that thing. But what's happening inside of them? Are they going to die happily knowing that that's the thing they did for 40 years? Maybe, maybe. Maybe men are just so different. Some men are supposed to, you know, that was his purpose for 40 years straight. But chances are, it's actually not. Chances are for, for most men out there, we're supposed to do like complete, you know, this layer of our purpose is supposed to last anywhere from months to years. And once the, the purpose layer has been completed and peeled off and we start to understand what the next layer is, it should be time to align 100% of our life to this next layer. But then there's things that stop us. There could be you know, the, that ongoing career that you spent so long on your life on. And this is where I told you about that, like, anti-masculine male media propaganda comes in. Because think about it, think about this right now, right? Our perception of, let's say, you know, there's some career man, right? Some guy who's got a career and it's a really, really good career, like a high, high end up career. He might get the CEO role, you know, this prestigious role in another few years. He's been in the same kind of company for so long, making huge progress, huge status. We're all looking up to him as a successful man, right? If he left this career and said to us, oh, well, yeah, I, I finished my purpose and I, now my purpose is to go, uh, hike up every mountain of the world and, and see the great skyline of the world. We'd look at him like he was absolutely crazy. But why? We look at the guy who's done the same thing and built up a long-term success in his career or business with so much inspiration, like, wow, that is a successful guy. But is he? Because success based on the metric of wealth, okay, fine. Yes, yeah, so he is. 
But the thing is, you don't need that much wealth to live a wealthy life. Like, honestly, like, this, you know, successful business man, Bill Gates, they've got billions, bro. You only need, like, two million to live off, like, a really good life for the rest of your life, right? And let's say five million, ten million, right? So how much are these guys potentially sacrificing in terms of their masculine purpose? Because chances are... If you've done the same thing for a while, that that kind of man that we look up to, the Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, their purpose will change. Now, the smartest entrepreneurs that we see, what are they doing? Elon Musk, even Bill Gates is doing this. They've got this main business, you know, the long-term successful business, right? Microsoft and Tesla and everything. But when they get a little bit bored from that main thing and they have like a new purpose layer, they pursue it as part of the business. Tesla isn't just about the cars anymore. It's like they're, they're inventing a lot of stuff, like rocket ships and everything, right? Bill Gates as well. It's like, it's not just about Microsoft. I'm pretty sure Bill Gates doesn't even work in Microsoft anymore. He moved on to his charity foundation where he started to focus on like the deaths caused by diarrhea and unclean water because that would have become his new purpose layer. We don't think Bill Gates is crazy, do we? He built Microsoft. He's a billionaire. He's wildly successful. He's, he's like one of the most impactful people of the entire planet. You know, there's people who's ha- who have like negative perceptions of him, but he, he has changed the world forever, right? There would have been a point in Bill Gates' life where he was the head of Microsoft and it would have seen absolutely crazy for us common folk to, to see him say he's stepping down and employing a new CEO instead. He built Microsoft he was the head of Microsoft and eventually he replaced himself. Well, maybe whatever happened like in the businesses, you know, like there's always like these weird like office politics type of stuff, right? But let's say if that's what happened and there was a CEO who replaced him and Bill Gates was happy to step down and to focus on something else, we would have thought that was crazy. How could you leave that much success? You built up so much. Like you should have just stayed in there. But his purpose was complete. And so maybe as a man, sometimes we have to make this sacrifice to our status, to our image, to our wealth, to keep pursuing these purpose layers, to keep peeling them back. And it can seem so crazy from an outside perspective to think, wait, why would you sacrifice that thing that you had going for you? But that thing that you had going for you no longer does anything for you. Because the new thing that you need to make progress on, that you need to align as much of your life as possible, is difference. This is why I think our perceptions of a successful male life perhaps have have been brainwashed so that we pursue things like long-term stability, which sounds awesome, but I'm not sure that that's how a masculine man would live. I'm beginning to realize that, at least for me, the way that I may navigate the rest of my life is in multi-year compartments, multi-year chapters, where I'm currently in a chapter of my life that's about being in different countries like Thailand and training martial arts. And this is what I'm completely focused on. And every decision I make is based on this. And then when this layer of purpose is open or completed or fulfilled, and I start to discover the next layer, that's the next chapter of my life. And I focus entirely on that. And 
I still go about things in a long-term way. You know, it'd be silly for me to like get into martial arts in a short-term way of like, yeah, I want to, I want to have a, uh, an amateur fight next week. Yeah. Parkinson's law, you know, like, oh yeah, like short-term stuff. It'd be silly to do that. You know, it's good to still think long-term to set long-term goals and everything because you don't know how long your purpose layer is going to last for, but it may be valuable for us to just think, you know what? Trying to think what I'd do 20 years from now, 10 years from now, might not actually be that valuable because my purpose layer seems to change every six to six months to three years max. It seems crazy to what I'm kind of saying here, which is that we shouldn't live the normal life of stability of this long-term commitment to, to people, to maybe to family. This seems like, I, I don't even know, right? But I'm imagining... A 30-year-old man who did everything he was supposed to do. He went through college and everything, and then he met a nice girl, then they got married, and they had children and everything. And I want you to imagine if you're this guy, and suddenly it feels like your purpose layer has been complete, and the next thing you've got to do is totally different. You'd be a bad person. You've got people who rely on you. You've got family and everything. You'd be a, you'd be seen as a bad person. But I want you to imagine if this was you, how you would feel knowing that you had these commitments that you've got to hold to, even though you now know that your purpose layer is different and you can't get away. This is your family. You've got to now. A lot of men are experiencing that, and the men who do make you know some kind of progress to the new purpose layer. They're ridiculed. They're shown as, you know, on TV as these guys who get motorbikes and their wife's nagging them and, you know, he's having a midlife crisis, everyone. Oh, dad, are you having a midlife crisis? <laughs> oh, look, dad actually wants to be masculine. Oh, come on, dad. <laughs> By no means at all am I saying abandon your children, abandon your family, but it's just... This lifestyle of how purpose works is making me think of, wow, like, I thought making the commitment to a woman to marry, to have children, to, I thought that was a huge commitment already. I'm beginning to realize it is so much more than I thought because one extra thing that you've got to now think about before you commit yourself to a woman, before you, you have children, is to think, okay, what's going to happen to these purpose layers of yours? Because if you just stop and peel back one layer and then the next one is to go and travel the world or something that you can't do with children because they need to stay in school, you will feel like a shell of a man. Remember those problems I talked about where you gain body fat, it's, you struggle to, to build muscle, your testosterone goes down, your erections get weaker. Is that not the symptoms of the modern man who's stuck in a relationship that no longer kind of serves him but then he has to stay in there because it's evil if he doesn't? I don't have all the answers. But what I do know is that a man who leaves his purpose unfulfilled, who doesn't make progress to it, does not feel good. And so it's just an extra like precaution that perhaps we should really think about before we make a big commitment, whether it's with family or it's with a military career that you've got to sign up for four to eight to 12 years or, or college, you know, a four-year commitment. Before we sign up to these to really ask ourselves, okay, where is my purpose layer going to go? What if I get a year into this, five years into this, and my layer gets fulfilled, but there's still time that I've got to put into this. There's still people who rely on me. It seems evil to think these things, 
but it's for your own benefit. And you know, you don't really have to tell anyone that you're thinking, wait, what if my purpose layer gets complete with this person? You don't have to tell anyone. But just try and think to yourself, okay, what would happen? And then now really start to consider, okay, is this definitely the right time to have children or to marry this woman? Because a lot of guys are getting married young, which usually would be a good thing, but the same guys are then getting divorced a year later or five years later or something. I can only speculate what happens past this in terms of your purpose. This is the, the kind of the stage I'm on now where I've completed multiple layers of my purpose. I've, my understanding of purpose really seems to get be getting better and better. By no means am I some professional and I certainly have so much more to learn and so many more layers to peel back. I can only speculate what to do from here, which is, okay, just keep going forward with the exact same pattern of aligning as much of your life as possible to the purpose, peel it back, and then again, and again, and again, and again. It's left me a little bit excited and almost concerned and worried for the future because I'm so excited that I kind of, I'm starting to get like a life plan of like, okay, my life will most likely be lived in like chapters of an obsession of this one thing at a time that I will align everything else, relationships and everything else into. But then when that part of my life gets completed, checked off, peeled back, and it's time for the next layer of my purpose, it's, I'm worried in the sense that like, perhaps I shouldn't set any long-term goals or commitments because things can change so much. You know, people keep asking me what my plans are for the rest of the year. People keep asking me what my plans are for five years, 10 years. And I had really good answers for all this. It seems really smart to say, yep, my five-year plan is this. And here's my business plan. And in my in, in 10 years, I'll have this. I used to be really, really into that stuff of like, yeah, really having a long-term plan. Now I look at it and say, wait, but you can't. Because most likely you are going to fulfill, well, if you plan to you're going to fulfill the layer of your purpose and then everything should be different after that now at the same time i'm also realizing that you should actually have a long-term plan for the current purpose layer you're on because you don't know how long it's going to last but you should be open to when it feels like you've you've completed the layer and you truly have completed the layer you should be open to dropping everything all the plans i told you months ago that I was going to hit 5 million subscribers at the end of this year in December 2023, I was going to hit it. I'm projecting into the future, right? Every single time that I set a goal for the sub count of YouTube, I was right, exactly right, every single time. So I'm sure that I was going to hit 5 million subscribers. I had this long-term plan and I had to just cut it short there when I realized that my purpose here was done. That's the equivalent or an example of what we may need to do once we realize we're in the middle of something that we thought was going to last a lot longer, but we're actually just done with it now. In the book, The Way of the Superior Man, he does mention, maybe you're BSing yourself. Maybe you're just like being a bit lazy or you're just feeling a bit like weak or whatever. There's always a possibility that you haven't actually completed the layer of your purpose and you're just being lazy. There's always a possibility. And so you should have close friends ask, like, you know, kind of critique you and hold you accountable. You should journal and ask yourself, okay, am I actually being lazy or have I genuinely fulfilled this layer of my purpose? And I did this multiple times and, you know, I kept on daily uploads for the YouTube channel for over a year. So it's like, I knew it wasn't about laziness or anything. I was disciplined enough to do that. It was genuinely just time for me to move on past this this layer of my purpose. That is all that I have for you today. That is my current understanding of how purpose works as a young masculine man. And I truly hope that this video may 
serve you some kind of educational value that you might even want to save to your watch later playlist and come back to it over and over. Because one thing I will tell you from my own research and learning on purpose is that there were so many things that I, I learned and read that I didn't actually understand, but I kind of remembered six months later when it now became relevant. Purpose is this one topic that I keep seeming to like keep coming back to places that I've learned about it, especially in the book, The Way of the Superior Man. And I keep just coming back when I've learned or, you know, I've experienced something new with my life. And I hope that this video could be a source of education that that you do this with that you think you know right now it's like oh, yeah this video is kind of nice sweet and literally three months from now or six months from now or a year from now you remember this video when something in your life actually happened you're like oh that's what Hamza meant he said this and then you come back to this video and you're like oh yeah okay so this other thing he said that's interesting because I've not experienced that just yet yeah that's all I've got take care of yourself bro Meet 2024's most anticipated robot vacuum, Eufy X10 Pro Omni. With powerful 8,000 PA suction and MopMaster's dual mop pads, it keeps your floor sparkling clean. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards, and Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.